the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time to put an end to cows farting. That's right. It's been going on too long, and it's killing the environment. And probably has something to do with it being 63 degrees in February, I'm I'm guessing, on February 7th. Um, Alexandria overrated Cortez is going to fix it, though. It's all part of the Green New Deal, and the details are available now because it was actually uh, released by the House of Representatives. And here are some of the highlights. Uh, Free medical care for everybody, of course. Uh, Free college education. Can't have anybody paying for that. And my favorite, and this is actually in the bill. This is actually in there. The government will provide economic security for people who are unable or unwilling to work. That's right. The word unwilling is in there. Unwilling to work and... uh, Alexandria overrated Cortez will send you a check. Now, she wants to be free of fossil fuels in 10 years. I'm sure you've heard that, which means, of course, no cars, no buses, and especially no airplanes. Nothing that right now runs on a uh, spontaneous combustion engine. So unless they come up with uh, rechargeable electric jets between now and uh, 2029, there'll be no airplanes either. Uh, And her solution there is a system of high-speed trains. Uh, run by the government, of course. The trains would be uh, government-controlled. That's socialism, by the way. Uh, that's how it works. Um, and, of course, every parking lot... Uh, this is actually... I mean, I'm not making this stuff up. This is in there. You can read it if you find online the actual proposal, the bill. It's called a resolution or something. It's not a, It's not going to be ever voted on, I don't think. Anyway, anyway but it is in there that uh, every parking lot will be required to have a charging station for all the electric cars. Now, she doesn't mention how the power for the batteries will be produced, because that has to happen somewhere. She doesn't say how the trains will be powered, probably solar. I don't know, maybe they'll have really big sails on them. And since uh, there will be no coal or natural gas, just about every building in America, and there are 150 million of them, will have to be retrofitted to be powered by solar or wind. Or maybe lots of Democrats running on treadmills. I don't know. They, I, somehow they got to get the power to these 150 million buildings without fossil fuels. And nuclear power, forget that. That's also eliminated as part of this deal. And that brings us to the cow farts. Now, if Alexandria has her way, meat would be outlawed, at least eating it. And cow's milk, I assume, too, because I'm guessing uh, female cows also fart. But she admits that forcing people to stop eating meat might be a little unrealistic. So the plan will be to, quote, and this is a quote from the actual uh, the, the proposal, overhaul agriculture. So if you own a farm, you'll have to buy an electric tractor, and all of your farm uh, machines will have to run by battery, and the farmhouse will be solar powered. That's every farm in America, because there will be no uh, fossil fuels. And there's plenty of time for all this to happen, 10 years. Now, it's one thing for this overrated, uh, uh, overexposed, maybe slightly nuts, Um, 29-year-old woman who's been in Congress for 20 minutes to be proposing this kind of insanity. One thing for somebody like that to be doing that. There are people who have announced that they'd like to be President of the United States who have signed on to this. It's all part of becoming a socialist country. Who could have imagined that people this insane would be in power? But here we are. When we come back, we'll talk to an expert about the Green New Deal. And I have a feeling he's going to say it's really dumb, dumb, dumb. 
Testing, testing, one, two. Can you say something into the mic? Red leather, yellow leather, the tip of the tongue, the top of the teeth. <laughs> All right, uh, what's this for? Uh, it's a life insurance company. Ethos? Oh, okay. You know, I looked this up last night. No joke, ended up applying for life insurance. <laughs> no way. Yeah, seriously. I didn't have life insurance and always heard it was so complicated and time-consuming, but this was easy. Oh, nice. It took only a few minutes to apply. You get a quote right away, pick your policy, and answer some questions. All in 10 minutes. It wound up being affordable, too. And you know what? I feel good to have fun gotten covered for my family. Wow, what's it called again? Ethos, but the website is ethoslife.com. Well, okay, it's in my notes. Ready to do this? Uh, yeah, wait, doesn't that red light mean we've been on the air the whole time? <laughs> yep. Oh, well, I said it already, but here it goes. <clears throat> Get a free instant quote and submit your application within minutes at ethoslife.com. That's E-T-H-O-S life.com. I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. Today's fluctuating interest rates can leave you with unexpected higher mortgage payments. At Quicken Loans, we've created a new way to protect you from unpredictable interest rates so you can buy a home with certainty. It's called Rate Shield, and here's how it works. With Rate Shield, you can lock your interest rate while you shop for a new home. So if rates go up, you don't have to worry. And here's the best part. If rates go down, you get the lower rate. With Rate Shield, we really have you covered. Here are more reasons why you'll want to work with America's largest mortgage lender. For nine years in a row now, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. And for the fifth year in a row, they've also ranked us highest in the nation for mortgage servicing. Rate Shield. Another way we can save you money on your mortgage. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Based on Rocket Mortgage data in comparison to public data records, Rachel approval only valid on certain 30-year purchase transactions. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. You own a local business or any business, and your national competition has a backroom of digital marketing minions who are eating your lunch. But you can beat them with our digital marketing experts. We're Salem Surround. We can surround potential customers with your message wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review. We offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. We make every digital dollar count towards sales success. We won't waste your money. Salem Surround takes the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders, letting you do what you do best, run your business, while we deliver customers from everywhere. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. Obamacare, Trump Care, ACA, COBRA. There are so many choices, but all seem to bring one word to mind. Expensive. There are lots of changes happening in healthcare today. Fortunately, I know someone that has been on the forefront of health insurance for years. Todd Marley at Marley Financial. Todd and his team of professionals are licensed with virtually every healthcare provider in the country. They help determine which plan is right for you and then expertly help you choose the best plan for your needs and then do so prudently. Don't need maternity coverage? Call Marley Financial. Have pre-existing conditions? Call Marley Financial. Want just catastrophic or just accident? You know the answer. Worried about the penalty? All of Marley Financial plans are penalty exempt because they know how to design the plans. Most of their clients save 30 to 60%, which can add up to several thousand dollars a year. Call Todd at Marley Financial, 724-884-1496. That's 724-884-1496 on the web at MarleyFG.com. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. So the new uh, Green Deal is out there, and it's uh, dumb beyond belief, which would be okay if it was just another dumb idea uh, floating around Washington. But this one seems to be uh, picking up some steam with people who claim to be serious about running for president signing on to it, believe it or not. Nick Loris is a fellow in Energy and Environmental Policy Center for Free Markets and Regulatory Reform at the Heritage Foundation, and he joins us now. Nick, thanks for coming on, uh, uh, joining us again. You've been here before. Absolutely. Thanks again for having me back. Okay, so I don't know. This is so dumb, it's hard to find a place to begin. Uh, let's start with the cow farts, just for fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, great. Um, I mean, place. that's actually, there are people out there who think that's a serious problem. I know, methane oh, yeah. gas and all. So uh, where does that come from, and uh, how could it possibly be any kind of a problem? You know, it, it's not uh, unless you know, government tells you it's a problem, and that's mm-hmm. effectively an aggregation of what 
the Green New Deal does, uh, saying that we shouldn't have uh, affordable, reliable energy. Um, instead, what we should have is a massive, big government spending, uh, expansive government control, and massive amounts of wealth distribution, uh, all in the name of combating climate change, uh, and that would fundamentally change how we produce and consume energy, how we harvest crops, raise livestock, build homes, drive cars, uh, travel long distances, uh, talking about using high-speed rail instead of airplanes. Uh, like you said, the, the, the amount of egregiousness uh, that you can fit into 14 pages is uh, an accomplishment in and of itself. But if it were actually enacted, it would be scary for American taxpayers and households and businesses. Yeah, that's what my next question was going to be. How much should normal people be worried about this becoming uh, mainstream or someone trying to make it mainstream, at least in the Democratic Party? It seems to be getting there. Yeah, I, I do think it's a concern. I, I think it's it's right for people to kind of laugh it off because it would be so costly. But at the same time, uh, it's got the backing of um, you know Cory Booker, Elizabeth Warren, Kamala Harris, you know Senator Sanders, and, and uh, Markley uh, already. So you know it, it does have some traction, and and the more this becomes a mainstay in their talking point, the more that I think people who are worried about this massive government overhaul uh, need to step up and you know tell people why it's a bad idea and why it's going to be so costly, but also very ineffective. Uh, essentially, this is all about trying to mitigate global temperatures. And even if uh, AOC and Ed Markey got their wish and implemented this plan to a T, uh, you're only talking about reducing global temperatures a few tenths of a degree Celsius because the rest of the world is not going to follow suit. So uh, it's going to be all economic pain and no climate benefit, uh, and it's it's the role for people who uh, are concerned about uh, affordable, reliable energy to step up and, and, and stamp this plan out. So cows are still going to be farting in China. There's not, <laughs> yeah. you know. Not to mention burning a few coal plants, too. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, uh, this this is actually out there now. It's a it's a it's a I don't know the technical term for it. It's a it's a it's not a bill yet. It's no, a, it's a non-binding resolution. Yeah, resolution. Which is essentially, yeah. a fancy word to say, hey, this is what we want to do. Yeah, this is what we'd like to do. But again, if if some crazy person in Congress comes up with something like that on from the left or the right, it's you know that happens all the time. But we have we have potential we have potential presidents, which is scary enough. I mean, as if they're if they're talking about running, nobody thought Donald Trump was going to be president either at this time. You know, two years before the election, so one of these idiots who who actually signed on to this could become president of the United States. Now, do you think that that a smart and these people? I'm assuming that these people are they're supposed to be pretty smart if they've gotten to the point where they're already a United States senator. Um, that they read this this resolution and they and they go through point by point. Oh, this this is a good idea. Uh, um, we can we can figure out a way to get rid of all fossil fuels in ten years. That should be okay. Are, are they actually serious about it? You know, the sad thing is, I think that they are, uh, and I don't know if they fully understand what that would mean to the economy when you know eighty percent of our energy needs from the electricity sector come from coal, oil, natural gas, and nuclear, and petroleum accounts for 90 more than 90 percent of uh, our transportation fuels and i think they th think they can kind of snap their fingers and this is somehow going to change if we spend enough money and if we tax subsidize and regulate enough um so i think that you know again this is kind of what the left does with a, a number of policies whether it's uh, education or or health care uh, is just promise things for free uh and uh don't worry about the cost. We'll get to that later. Uh, and so this is, you know, essentially taking that plan uh, and moving it over to energy and climate policy. But, uh, you know, and I think it has you know, some support in, in that regard, not just from the Democrats, but I think the public generally thinks, yeah, wind and solar sound great. So why wouldn't we endorse a new green deal? Or And um, com coming from there, uh, you know, that's the job of, I think, the people who are concerned about these policies to show, you know, how costly they are, because then the support drops off tremendously, uh, and also how ineffective they are in terms of trying to promote environmental well-being. And you would think that, uh, uh, that this, I mean, tonight, the cable news show should be at least uh, somewhat populated with Democrats 
uh, disavowing this and saying, you know, you know, they should be patting Alexandria on the head and saying, you know, listen, you've been in Congress about 20 minutes and, you know, I know you're having a lot of fun and this is great for you and you think you can just propose this stuff, but it's ridiculous. But nobody will do that. Yeah, no, and um, Speaker Pelosi, you know, she got some uh, attention for potentially throwing a little shade on it. Uh, I believe it was yesterday when she called yeah. it the Green Dream or whatever. Um, but, you know, even Cortez kind of spun that and said, no, it is a green dream. That's what, we're, we're, that's what we want it to be. Uh, and so I think, you know, there are folks who are going to um, try to soften some of the language and mm-hmm. try to define clean energy uh, as not just renewables, uh, but include nuclear and potential other uh, other sources that they deem politically correct. But other, but there's also going to be that stronghold on the environmental left and those environmental activist organizations who strictly want this and and nothing else. And so I think there's going to be some fraction within the Democrat Party and within the the environmental left as to well, what they think is the the best strategy. And some are going to stay. Uh, stay strong in terms of saying that this is exactly what they want. We're talking to Nick Loris. He's a fellow in energy and environmental policy at the uh, Heritage Foundation. I, um, my favorite, and this isn't to do with um, um, and the environment, my favorite line in there is that, and this is, I saw it in black and white, and it's it's in the uh, resolution, that uh, the goal is that to have uh, anyone who's unable to work would, would have economic security Unable, it, was, it says unable to work and unwilling to work. The word unwilling is, is actually in there. So, if, yeah. yeah, you know, you don't want to work. Don't yeah, don't worry about it. We, we got you. Yeah, know, yeah, we yeah. Got. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, and, and that's the thing. It's just littered with, um, I think, fundraising talking points that, that, that conservatives should latch on to because, I mean, this is, you know, essentially that uh, wish list for um, everything that the left that tries to get out of uh, a policy um, in terms of you know promising you know anything that they want to the American people um, and saying that this isn't government spending and this isn't government control it's an investment in in the people and the economy which is just a, an absolute uh, crock and um, this. 14-page resolution, along with the frequently asked questions that are uh, accompanying the resolution, <laughs> quite explicitly say you know everything that they're trying to do. And it's it's one thing to be. I think maybe you could split people between. Um, I think everybody on that side wishes this could happen, and the split might between might be between people who actually think it can happen and those who think like like the speaker said it might be a little bit far-fetched but that doesn't mean they wouldn't like it to happen exactly and if this is their starting point there's also a good chance that their a watered down version is going to make it into an infrastructure package or a mm-hmm. separate climate bill you've already seen the house natural resources committee and the energy and commerce committee saying they want to have uh hearings on climate change all year long uh and so this isn't going in away anytime soon and i think if this is what they put out as the far end of the spectrum, what they're going to end up with is going to be just as bad because it, it may make the Green Deal uh, look worse, but the, the actual policy that they're kind of accepting is going to be just as bad. It's going to be some form of uh, taxing and regulation and subsidies. You know, These ideas aren't going away anytime soon, and even a softened, watered-down version is going to be uh, significantly costly to American taxpayers and energy consumers, and again, just as a, a ineffective in terms of um, impacting the global climate system. And Nick, isn't the isn't the bottom line that the only way that you could even attempt this kind of stupidity is if you're a socialist country? There's no way you could under uh, you, you couldn't do it without just uh, a huge government overreach. Yeah, and, and essentially that's what they say is that we're going to pay for this the way we paid for uh, World War II and the New Deal and the bank bailouts. We're going to have quantitative easing. easing. We're going to have uh, the governments create green banks um, and take equity in these projects, um, which is essentially what got us you know, the likes of Solyndra um, and the Department of Energy Loan Guarantee Program. And so uh, essentially what they want is a government takeover 
of how we produce and consume energy. And again, it, it, it expands beyond that because they want to reduce greenhouse gas emissions, not just from the electricity and transportation sector, which is a, an egregious uh, policy proposal in and of itself, but also fundamentally transform the way that we produce um, manufactured goods, the way that we um, farm, uh, as well as uh, the way we build our homes and buildings and, and in terms of maximizing energy efficiency, which would be uh, a, a huge mandate um, to reduce uh, energy use in homes and buildings. And we already have some of those programs, but this would, uh, again, essentially put them on steroids. And, you know, I, I think uh, when it comes to uh, Alexandria overrated uh, Cortez, who I've decided to start calling <laughs> there that today, um, it, it, aside from... Uh, the stupidity of it. I, I think part of it, her age at 29, when she says 10 years, that's one third of her life. So I, I know from as I've gotten older, and I'm pretty old now, uh, 10 years goes by pretty quickly when you've been around for a long time. But when you've only been on the planet for 30 years, 10 years seems like forever. She was in high school 10 years ago. That's so far long ago. She doesn't realize that when you get older, that's about 20 minutes. And then so, so 10 years to her seems like that's so far down the road. This will be easy. 10 years. And, and that's, that's just, it's so juvenile and stupid. It's, it's actually scary. Yeah, it is. And to try and suggest that we could do something like this, and this is a moonshot policy, uh, I think it just fundamentally misunderstands how we uh, derive our energy uh, and, and what an economic blessing it has been that we have such affordable, reliable energy uh, and the ability to harness and use coal and oil and natural gas and, and what a, a bright star in the economy the shale revolution has been um, for uh, people all over the country in terms of cheaper energy and the ability to export it to our allies, too. And so all of this uh, just kind of dismisses the economic and environmental gains that we've seen from energy progress in the United States and says, nah, we're just going to scrap that and do it our way instead. Uh, just for for uh, purposes of this discussion, since, since we're talking about getting rid of fossil fuels and going to electric cars, how, what, how does... How do the people who think that you're going to have everything electric, how do they propose to uh, produce the power that goes into those batteries that can be recharged? You're asking too many questions about details. That's, yeah. uh, that's not the plan. <laughs> it's just to worry about that later. Yeah. Um, but, no, that's a serious question. I think you know, if you're worried about um, you know, transitioning to an entire renewable sector, obviously you're relying on wind and solar that are intermittent and you're banking heavily on battery storage becoming uh, more uh, prevalent in the energy economy as well as much more cost competitive. And so all of these things are just based on a, a huge set of unknowable assumptions and banking on what they think could actually be technologically and economically feasible. But the reason those things aren't as prevalent in the energy economy or in the world's energy economy today is just because we have a lot cheaper alternatives. And in the end, if they force this through uh, with regulations and mandates and subsidies and taxes, uh, it's only just going to hit consumers over and over again. Yeah, I mean, if my phone ran on gasoline, I wouldn't have to plug it in every night, but, uh, you know, to, to recharge it. Um, right. Or my shaver, or all the other things that I have that run on batteries. Yeah, 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 where's yeah. that? Where's that coming from? It's coming from whoever is producing my electricity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and that's not to knock battery storage technologies yeah. uh, or renewables. You know, we want more competition and choice and diversity in our energy portfolio. If the market says that that those sources and technologies are economically viable, uh, but if you have to subsidize and mandate them into existence. Uh, it's a pretty good indication that they they can't compete without the subsidies and the mandates and the regulations. I got about thirty seconds, real quick. Uh, just uh, should the Republicans, conservatives, take this uh, new Green Deal and run with it and really make hay with it? Absolutely. You know, I I don't think these policies are as popular as people think they are. They may be on the surface and people may like them in the beginning, but time and time again. Uh, addressing climate change is on the bottom of people's priorities, and when they see what this will cost, uh, the, the support drops off like crazy. Uh, a new poll from uh, AP said that 
uh, consumers didn't even want got, to pay ten dollars a month. I got to go. I got ten seconds. Nick, thanks. I'm sure we'll have you again when we see more of this stupidity. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, that's Nick Loris, and we'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. President Trump is blasting the woes of Virginia Democrats while Speaker Pelosi opts out of the fray. The president says Democrats are killing Virginia, and if there were three Republicans involved instead, far stronger action would have been taken. After Democrats made big gains in Virginia in 2017, the president's predicting it will come back home Republican next year. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi calls the scandal sad. Because they have some very talented leaders there, uh, but They have to have the confidence of the electorate, and they have to have the confidence of the legislature. And she's staying out of it. I have enough to do uh, here without getting involved in affairs of of, of Virginia. Sagar Magani at the White House. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 220 points. The Nasdaq dropped 86. The S&P lower by 25. Oil down to 52.64 a barrel. This is SRN News. When it comes to your pain, many of you might be skeptical, like I was, about ordering Relief Factor. Pat Boone again for this wonderful 100% drug-free supplement designed to help your own body lower or eliminate occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, everyday living. I'm not skeptical any longer. The three-week quick start is now discounted to only $19.95. Why don't you let us see if we can get you out of pain, too, at relieffactor.com. Are you a responsible person who finds yourself growing deeper in credit card debt? Then get ready for a toll-free number that will put you on a path to financial recovery. Trinity Debt Management will consolidate your accounts and work with your creditors. You'll save thousands and become debt-free for keeps. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. Joe Walsh, his advice for the president on the wall. If I'm you, I fight like the devil for money for your wall. Because if you don't get money for your wall, if you don't begin to build the wall, you'll never get reelected. Call Pelosi into the White House every day. Make her sit down with you in the White House every day until you can hammer out a deal. Take the offensive. The Joe Walsh Radio Program. Weeknights at 9, right after Larry Elder at 7 on AM 1250. The Answer. Guys, this Valentine's Day, you can order like a pro with gorgeous roses from Pro Flowers, guaranteed to stay fresh and beautiful for at least seven days. Get her a stunning bouquet of one dozen assorted roses with a free glass face for $24.99 plus shipping and handling. Plus, pick a delivery date and it's guaranteed. You'll be a Valentine's Day pro. Hurry, offer ends soon. The only way to get this incredible deal is to go to proflowers.com, click the blue microphone in the upper right corner, and enter secret code 2000. That's proflowers.com, code 2000. The average person considers estate planning just for the wealthy. Attorney Michelle Conti, host of Conti's Law on estate planning for the everyday person. There's a lot that goes into it. People take more time picking out what car they're going to buy, where they're going to go to dinner, as opposed to what happens to my children. The state will dictate who gets what if you don't indicate who is to receive your stuff upon your passing. We want to make sure we plan appropriately so that they get the best of both worlds. They continue to receive the benefit and they get the inheritance. The other thing you have to think about is tax planning. We try to be proactive in the approach that we minimize any type of tax consequence when somebody dies, depending on the value of the estate. These taxes range anywhere from 45 to 40%. So we try to make sure that the beneficiary will receive as much as they legally are able to. Hear more on Conti's Law, Sunday morning at 8.30, here on The Answer. For immediate help, visit ContiLawPGH.com. Pension reform at long last is being phased in for newly hired state workers and public school teachers in Pennsylvania. All the new plans contain a defined contribution aspect to them, but it'll be decades before the health of these pension plans is restored. Still, many taxpayers could see their taxes rise before relief comes. Learn more about these reforms, what might still be ahead, and other topics at AlleghenyInstitute.org, where conventional public policy thinking has been challenged since 1995. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Looks like a big tie-up on the outbound Parkway North. 
There's a crash in the right lane near the Mount Nebo Road overpass. It's actually a big rig that slid right into the mud. Jam up starts at Cemetery Lane up to that point. Parkway East, there's an accident there off to the shoulder at Edgewood Swissvale. You're crawling along from Grant Street out to that point. On the outbound Parkway West, that's really heavy. Sawmill Run Boulevard to Carnegie. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer, weather. Rain and even a thunderstorm around until just after midnight tonight. Windy and turning colder late the low 33. For tomorrow, windy and colder with clouds giving way to sunshine. Temperatures will fall into the 20s. Brisk and much colder tomorrow night, the low 12. Then for Saturday, sunshine will be mixed with some clouds, high 27 degrees. I'm meteorologist Danielle Niddle on AM 1250, The Answer. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, if you watched the State of the Union address uh, Tuesday night, you were reminded a lot about the number of uh, new female members of the House of Representatives. And um, they were nice enough to all dress in white and all but one of them, I think, are Democrats. And it would be safe to assume that they all got a lot of votes by promising women voters that they would do all they can to end the hideous wage gap. And one of those new women, Alexandria Cortez, overrated Cortez, had this to say the other day. We implicitly recognize as women that the pay gap and the wage gap is an injustice that persists through secrecy, and it's an injustice that persists to the present day. And the only way that we can combat that is through organizing and our personal action ourselves. So I'm so happy that that the Paycheck Fairness Act addresses, among many things, two very critical ones. One is that we cannot ask for salary history and pay people depending on their salary history anymore. Anymore. Because it is time that we pay people what they are worth and not how little they are desperate enough to accept. It is time to pay people what they are worth, and that has nothing to do with their history. It has everything to do with what they are worth today. And the second thing is that it makes it, a, a, it, makes it legal and it makes it totally permissible to share your salary information at your workplace. And that's incredibly important because for all of those who say that the wage gap does not exist and that it's a myth, then they should have no problem proving that. Okay, so Inez uh, Stepman is a senior policy analyst at the Independent Women's Forum, and she joins us now. Thanks for being here, Inez. Thanks for having me. And uh, let's start with whatever what you just heard. Uh, did she get anything right there? Look, people who characterize the wage gap, so-called wage gap, as some kind of discrimination against women are not actually striking a blow against any kind of oppressive patriarchy. They're actually at war with women's free choices in this country because those free choices are what has led to the average wage gap that she references, right? We hear these statistics a lot, 77 cents on the dollar, 82 cents on the dollar, implying that women make less money in the same sorts of jobs um, and, and doing the same work uh, than men do, which is just not the case. The reality is that women often choose different kinds of work, different hours. They choose flexibility often over a higher wage. Um, and and they, they change two different majors in college, as uh, Christina Hoff Summers, the factual feminist, likes to say. If you want to close the wage gap, step one, change your, your major from women's studies to electrical engineering. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so is the wage gap one of the biggest myths in American history? Because I think it's – I would – I mean, I don't have any – uh, official numbers here, but if I were just throw out a number, I would I would guess that at least seventy seven percent of the Americans believe that it exists. So that's actually encouragingly not the case. So oh, the, really, the, um, a strong majority of Democrats believe that the wage gap is due to discrimination, right? Because that's what we're talking about. There is a wage gap; it does exist. Right, right. But the, the the myth is that it is due to some kind of discrimination of evil employers cackling their they're putting putting their hands together and cackling and saying. Well, like, let's pay the ladies less. Of course, if that were the case in a capitalist economy, there would be some bright female entrepreneur who would be like, great, I can pick up all these, uh, all these folks for 80 cents on the dollar because you're going to, you're going to pay them 77. Right. Um, 
but but there's there's not a lot of evidence that discrimination is at all a major factor in the wage gap, and that that is the the real myth here, and it, it's perpetuated, I think, to further a, a narrative of female victimhood in this country, which is just not in line with the facts. Well, you know, you know we have, you, 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 go ahead. No, go ahead. Sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish. Um, so you mentioned in your intro the the at the Federalist we like to call them the Mean Girl Caucus. Um, yeah. the, the women who were the only thing that they could clap for was themselves, right? Uh, right, when, right. In the State of the Union, when Donald Trump uh, referenced that there are more women in Congress, but the reality is that, that for the average American woman, this is a great time to be in this country. We have the lowest female unemployment rate since 1965. Women hold the majority of wealth in this country, and in fact, women make up the majority of almost every electorate for the past, like, 10 or 20 elections. So women have political power, they have wealth, and they have jobs, um, and they are not actually oppressed in any way by some kind of mythical patriarchy. Um, and I've, I've actually asked people in, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, in, in private conversations, uh, I've, I know I've, I've asked it on Twitter, I've asked it on the radio, um, can you find someone who act, is there anybody out there who actually exists who claims that they are getting paid 77 cents 77 percent let's put it that way of what a male counterpart is making at the exact same company doing the exact same thing i don't know i've never seen anybody come up with one example of that that where it was well, where they where they weren't aware of it anyway well, if, if a woman found herself in that position, she could, in fact, sue under, in all 50 states, that kind of pay discrimination is illegal. It's illegal on the federal level. It was made illegal on the federal level uh, in 1963, uh, back in the quote-unquote dark days, you know, before right. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was elected. Uh, we had already passed a law against discriminating purely on the basis of sex and paying a woman less than a man to the exact same job in the exact same company. So I encourage a woman everywhere, if you think that you are a victim of this kind of discrimination, go ahead and file a lawsuit. You're going to win under federal law and you're going to win under whatever state law um, you are subject to the jurisdiction of. So uh, the idea that this is widespread and and um, and that it's just sort of going on is not at all true. It's just that when people are, are throwing out these statistics, they're looking at the average female um, wage versus the average male wage. It doesn't take into account hours worked. It doesn't take into account uh, how dangerous the job is. There are more men than women in dangerous jobs. Yep. It doesn't take into account uh, what major you're in. It doesn't take into account all those things that go into it being actually the same work. Yeah, you don't hear too much about the the pay gap among uh, male and female coal miners. It doesn't come up a lot. <laughs> we also don't hear a lot about the uh, the death gap. The fact that something like ninety four percent of deaths on the job are men. Right. Um, you don't hear a lot about equalizing those statistics. Yeah, and what what is the method method that's used by the people who have convinced so many people that this uh, wage gap uh, does exist and and it's and it's some something evil. I'm not convinced that beyond the left wing of the Democratic base, this is actually something that is the priority of a lot of American women. Mm -hmm. So only about a third of independents, registered independents, believe that that pay gap is due to discrimination. Only uh, just over a quarter of registered Republicans think that that pay gap is due to discrimination. Only in, in among Democrats is there even a majority who thinks that, that, that this kind of discrimination is a pervasive problem. And even then, it's just over 50 percent, which means that almost half of the Democratic Party voters uh, don't believe that this is a major problem and don't believe that it's, it's due to discrimination. So I, I think it's a vocal minority that repeats the same statistic over and over again. And President Obama has been chief in that when he was president. He repeated that 77 cent statistic. But women, you know, in the workforce, um, the average woman knows that she's not getting paid less than the guy next to her on average for doing the same work. That's just not happening on a widespread scale in America. And, and um, American women know that. We're talking to Inez Stepman. She's a senior policy analyst at the Independent Women's Forum. Um, what I what really bothered me uh, in, in that little soundbite we played before we got to, uh, to talk to you here, uh, Inez, was uh, when uh, Alexandria said, "It's time we pay people what they're worth." Who is we? Who are we that she's re referring to there? I mean, because unfortunately, the <laughs> go ahead. Well, no, I'm going to say uh, that she's not we. 
She she has nothing to do with it. She I mean, how does what makes her think that she's we and that she gets to decide how much I pay my employees? Yeah, unfortunately, when it comes to uh, Congress, Congresswoman Cortez, um, oftentimes we is the government, right? Right, um, that's who it is. Yeah, she's never hired. She's never been a small business owner. She's never hired, um, you know, employees and balanced um, balanced the nope. books for a business. And and uh, but but she's going to come in and dictate that. Uh, we must pay everybody exactly the same, regardless of their work history, regardless of what wage that they, they've been paid in the past. Uh, this is heavy-handed government intrusion into the market. Um, and you can see it with her Green New Deal, too, that she released the other day. Yeah, we right? just talked um, about that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, she really has a very heavy-handed socialist um, kind of uh, outlook towards economic regulation that, frankly, hasn't been seen in this country since FDR. Right. Um, right. And, and so I, I find it very scary, given that I'm, a, I'm the child of, of uh, parents who escaped communism to come to freedom in the United States, that we're actually having this discussion about whether or not socialism should be on the agenda. Well, wow. where were your parents? Where did they escape from? Um, communist Poland. Wow. Uh, I knew some. I actually know some people who, uh, some uh, relatives of mine who. Well, actually, my son-in-law's uh, parents escaped from Poland. Also, heard some amazing stories from them. Uh, uh, I, I just the th- the thing that um, that is scary, as you said, is the is the Green New Deal uh, and all this stuff that's coming about, and um, it seems to be getting legs. This kind of thinking, and that's scary to me. Yeah, I, I, I think President Trump gave a really good rebuttal um, in the State of the Union saying, you know, America will never be socialist. Yeah. But I do think that conservatives are, are a little bit too complacent about this. Um, we have my generation, the millennials, who about half of them will are, think that socialism sounds better than capitalism. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of us were born or at least, um, you know, born before we would remember the fall of the wall. We right. didn't grow up with the specter of the Cold War kind of a constant reminder of the end end goal of socialism um, and, and the misery that that produces. Now, you would think we have a front row seat to what's happening in Venezuela, but somehow every time, um, initially, these, these experiments in socialism garner a lot of praise from the American left. I mean, Venezuela was praised in the mid-2000s in the New York Times and op-ed after op-ed. Hugo Chavez is great. He's going to do great for Venezuelans. And then slowly, as that experiment degenerated, as all socialist experiments do, somehow this is an ironclad rule of socialism. You always run out of toilet paper, um, eventually. <laughs> right. Um, as that experiment so clearly degenerates and becomes the, the humanitarian disaster that we see these days in, in Venezuela, uh, somehow the word socialism just fades from the picture. And then we're off to talk about how that's not real socialism. Real socialism will be next time. Yeah, and um, uh, uh, I think Bernie Sanders was. Qu- I know he was quoted as saying that uh, back when Hugo Chavez was running Argentina into the ground, he said uh, he was quoted as saying that um, there's a better chance of achieving the American dream in Venezuela now than there is in America. That's what he said. That's and and he's nobody's holding him to account for that because he's he's still talking about running for president and there and the media still slobber all over him. Yeah, nobody is not only has nobody held Bernie Sanders to account, no one's held the New York Times to account, right. not even just for Venezuela, um, which is recent and easy to look up on the New York Times website, but nobody's even held uh, the New York Times accountable for what Walter Geronti wrote back in the 30s uh, about how, you know, Stalin was creating a great revolution and um, that, that uh, Stalin was just a, a great guy and, and there were no actual deprivations in the Soviet Union. That was all a lie. And, and the New York Times still keeps his poster on the wall there. So uh, there's a long history of the American left basically, um, you know, siding with radical leftist revolutions in other countries and then sort of slowly backing away as it becomes clear that, in fact, these kinds of revolutions always end up in the same place, which is abject human misery. And no toilet paper. Yes, and no toilet paper. (laughs) Uh, Finishing up here with uh, Inez Stepman uh, from the Independent Women's Forum. Uh, what what, what uh, advice, I don't know if advice is the right word, but what would you say to your millennial friends about 
uh, what they should do to make sure that they are earning what they should be earning and uh, and and maxing it out. Yeah, I mean, I would say that uh, the, the one kind of privilege that we don't seem to talk a lot about, we talk a lot about white privilege, we talk a lot about, you know, uh, male privilege mm-hmm. and all the rest, but we don't talk about the privilege of being born in, in a free country where, in fact, opportunity is around every corner for everyone to seek, including women. Don't tie yourself down to a, a negative, self-defeating attitude um, of the idea that you're a victim. That's not going to do well for you in life. And in fact, you'll close the pay gap a lot faster um, if you don't view yourself as a victim, but instead be grateful that we're all privileged to be citizens of this great country where opportunity uh, opportunity is within reach for us all. And, why, and whining kind of uh, shows a weakness, doesn't it? Yeah, and, and more than that, it's just a very, I mean, I, I, I vacillate between being angry at people who sort of Obviously, from the perspective of you know global history and world history, going all the way back, we have it really, really good. So sometimes I get frustrated when when folks stay on the left fail to realize just how lucky we are, just how privileged we are. But but on the other hand, I think the better attitude really is that it, it's sad, it's self defeating, it it um, you know it it makes people unhappy to think that there's these oppressive forces that control their lives when in fact. We are empowered to control our lives to the greatest extent of anybody in, in world history here in America. And, and there, there really aren't any of these sort of systemic forces holding women back in America. Um, and, and I think we'd probably all be happier if we realized that our, our fates are in our own hands. Hey, Inez, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you were here. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me. Okay, I'm out of time. Thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. Thank and, you. Okay, we'll be right back. Obamacare, Trumpcare, ACA, COBRA. There are so many choices, but all seem to bring one word to mind. Expensive. There are lots of changes happening in healthcare today. Fortunately, I know someone that has been on the forefront of health insurance for years, Todd Marley at Marley Financial. Todd and his team of professionals are licensed with virtually every healthcare provider in the country. They help determine which plan is right for you and then expertly help you choose the best plan for your needs and then do so prudently. Don't need maternity coverage? Call Marley Financial. Have pre-existing conditions? Call Marley Financial. Want just catastrophic or just accident? You know the answer. Worried about the penalty? All of Marley Financial plans are penalty exempt because they know how to design the plans. Most of their clients save 30 to 60%, which can add up to several thousand dollars a year. Call Todd at Marley Financial, 724-884-1496. That's 724-884-1496 on the web at MarleyFG.com. Relief Factor is made from high-quality fish oil and essential nutrients. Gives your body the help it needs to aid fighting recurring aches and pains. When life's aches and pains get you down, you need relief. Physicians made Relief Factor as an essential way to support the body's fight against aches and pains. It's a remarkable product. It has worked. I only endorse it because it helped my wife with her knee pain. I didn't even know she was taking it. Then when it was mentioned, she said, oh yeah, this stuff is is like magic. Look, there are people who've told me they've postponed or delayed or simply negated surgery because of Relief Factor. That's how powerful it is. Go to www.relieffactor.com, that's relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384, that's 800-500-8384. This remarkable product is called Relief Factor, relieffactor.com. Here's the truth, America, Hugh Hewitt for patriotmobile.com. Your cell phone company is probably funding anti-Second Amendment groups. Patriot Mobile, which is America's only conservative cell phone company, does the opposite. If you are fed up with disgusting policies like New York's new late-term abortion law or Mayor Bloomberg's gun control seizure plans, make the simple switch to Patriot Mobile. Join thousands of Americans using Patriot Mobile. Get reliable nationwide coverage. Watch your hard-earned dollars fight for the First and Second Amendment rights, border security, and the sanctity of life. Veteran-led Patriot Mobile donates a portion of every bill to conservative causes like the Heritage Foundation, the NRA, and the Susan B. Anthony List. Switching to Patriot Mobile is easy, and their unlimited talk and text plans start as low as $20 a month. 
Need more motivation? Mention Hugh, that's me, H-U-G-H, when you call 1-800-A-PATRIOT. Or visit them online at patriotmobile.com slash Hugh to get up to two activation fees waived. Enough is enough. Join the fight today. 1-800-A-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com forward slash Hugh. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour. A tour through the land of Israel in December 20. 19. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity. With expert guides and important lectures at key sites, we'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. Get more details about the trip or sign up now to join Mike Gallagher and Dennis Prager on the Stand with Israel tour by going to theanswerpgh.com slash Israel. That's theanswerpgh.com slash Israel. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The Answer. Well, you know, we're all supposed to be thrilled that uh, more women were elected to Congress and uh, to most ever, and uh, they were all dressed in white at the State of the Union the other night. Uh, but as Matt Walsh tweeted out yesterday, uh, he's not the least bit thrilled because so many of them are in favor of infanticide, and they're they're liberals. So if there were 35 conservative women, I'd be happy. It'd be great. But I don't. I'm not that thrilled. But um, I don't care about them being women. I care. I care about them being liberals. Uh, but. Um, that one of the women who was elected is uh, Elon Omar, and this is the, if the stupidity of the Green uh, New Deal isn't enough. This is uh, this is Elon Omar. She has uh, sent a letter to Democratic Minnesota uh, Attorney General Keith Ellison, who was accused of sexual assault and just got a pass. By the way, wants him to investigate USA powerlifting because it won't allow biological males to compete as women. This is we've reached the point where this is a smart thing to do to ask a congressman to make sure that men can take part in women's weightlifting competition. And she says, uh, it's a myth, a myth, that men who identify as transgender women have a, quote, direct competitive advantage, which is what the people in, who run the, uh, the uh, weightlifting in Minnesota, that's what they said. And she says, that's ridiculous. And she wrote the letter in behalf of somebody named J.C. Cooper, a biological male who identifies as a transgender woman. So there's not there's so much stupidity floating around, and so much of it is coming from the Democrats. And I hesitate to say, but right now a lot of it's coming from the Democratic women who were supposed to be really thrilled are there. So they got to do better to make me happy. They're there. Omar or Elon and uh, what's her name? Alexandria aren't helping. They're really looking dumb. We like to finish with stupidity, so I'd like to thank them for that. Bye. The John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.